Hello and welcome to episode number 18 of the Beauty Business Podcast. This is the show for the health and beauty industry, particularly you independents out there. I'm here to connect you to the people, the tools, the tips and the advice to help get your health and beauty related business to where you want it to be. My name is Adam Chatterley and I'm your host and I'm on a mission to help mobile therapists, nail technicians, home salons, independent salons and spas to reach their business goals through simple, practical and focused business information, ideas and strategy. I make it a point not only to tell you what to do, but as far as I can in a 40 minute podcast, how to get results too. Now, I firmly believe that if you've got the right business foundations in place, then running a beauty business can really be fun and not fraught. Now, this week's episode is going to be a little bit different to normal. It's probably going to be a bit shorter because I'm going to take you through a fairly simple but incredibly powerful exercise all about the potential money you can make in your beauty business. So if you've ever wondered how much money you can make as a salon owner or as a beauty business owner, then keep on listening. Now, if you've been following the website, the Facebook page, or even been listening to the podcast recently, you'll know that I've been focusing quite a bit on the subject of clients. Now, while the subject of client getting has always been an issue for any beauty business to concern themselves with, lately it seems like this topic is becoming even more of an issue than usual. Now, when I've spoken to salon owners about why this might be, I get answers like, there's just so much more competition these days, or there are just not enough clients to go around, or people only go where they can get the lowest price. Now, on top of all this, I'm seeing more and more salon owners who are working hard, running their businesses, paying their staff, and then barely having any money left over in the pot to pay themselves properly not only for their hard work, but also for the risk of owning and running a beauty business. Now, this just has to stop. So let's get a few things straight. Okay, first of all, the total number of beauty salons in the UK and in the US has largely stayed the same over the last 10 years. Now, the total number of full-time beauty therapists peaked a few years ago and now has actually decreased over the last two or three years. So the comment about there being too much competition is just not true. It's about the same as it has been, if not a tiny bit less. Now, as for there not being enough clients to go around, well, while the number of salons and spas has on the whole remained pretty constant over the last 10 years, the population in the UK and the US has grown by approximately 8%. In Australia and New Zealand, this figure is even higher. So there are, in fact, more clients to go around than there used to be. So why is the subject of clients and client getting and client keeping still such a big issue within our industry? Well, it isn't that clients will only go to the place that charges the lowest price either. Think about this. As consumers, sure, we all love a bargain. No one wants to pay more than they need to, but it isn't just about being the cheapest. Now, I've said it before, and I'm sure I'll say it many, many, many more times. It's all about value. We want to know we're getting the best value for our money. Now, just as an example here, if you drive a car, what car do you drive? Could you have bought a cheaper car? Now, the chances are the answer is yes. But you bought the car you did because it offered what you needed or what you wanted for the best value. Come on. Was it the make of the car? Was it the features? Was it the leather seats or maybe the air conditioning? 
Now, if you don't own a car, then think about what mobile phone you own or where you live. Was there physically a cheaper option? Did you buy it? And if not, why not? I'm guessing it was down to value. Now, sure, some clients mistake the best value for the lowest price, but these aren't really the clients we want in our businesses anyway. I believe the problem is that with our almost constant access to the internet and to social media and rating sites such as Trustpilot and TripAdvisor and even Google Business, it's now more obvious which businesses are offering excellent service, which businesses are looking after their clients the best, and that is where I believe the problem lies. It's not necessarily more clients you need, it's looking after the ones you have keeping them coming back and turning them into your best source of any new clients that you do bring into your salon. Now, any new clients looking for a beauty salon can find in about seven seconds any number of salons in their area. The thing is, they can also see the ones with the best customer reviews. Now, which ones do you think they're going to book their next appointment with? So offering an excellent service, looking after your clients so they give you the top ratings and reviews is crucial. But so many businesses still aren't focusing on this. Now, one of the key aspects of this whole discussion is to understand the true potential of a client, to understand their value, not just in terms of this treatment that they're booked in for today, but what they can bring to your business over their lifetime or to make it a little bit more manageable, what can they bring in over the course of a year? Now, that is what we're looking at in today's episode. And I'm going to take you through a powerful exercise that I take all of my coaching clients through to really understand this concept and to cement it forever in your mind. Now, I usually do do this either one-to-one -one using a pen and paper or with a small group using a flip chart and writing things down as we go. I've not done this on a podcast before, but let's see how we get on. You'll certainly get the point and you can check out the show notes pages later if you want to go over the detail. Now, this is also a glimpse inside of a new challenge or course that I've created designed to help you not only find and get the clients you need, but to keep them coming back. In fact, my aim is to cure your client getting needs permanently. And if you're interested and you'd like to know more, then I'll tell you a little bit more at the end of this episode. Let's get into it. Just how much is a client worth to your business over the course of a year? Well, I've wanted to include this in a podcast for some time now. However, as I just said a minute ago, I usually carry out this exercise in person or with a small team. Now, generally when I do this, I use the information from the client that I'm working with or the suggested information from a team if it's a new startup. Because on a podcast you guys are not able to speak to me, I needed a solid source of information that was reliable, that you'd believe that I could use in my examples. So to do this, I've analysed the details of over 60,000 clients across various beauty businesses to come up with the best average figures to use in my example. And I'm going to take you through it using these. Now, the numbers I'm using are real averages, so it's possible to achieve much better results than this. But it was important to me to use reliable data to inspire you. Right. Enough about all that. Let's get on with it. OK, so picture for yourself a good client, not necessarily your favorite client, not necessarily your best client, not the one who comes in every single week for treatments. It's difficult to fill your salon with this type of client, but I mean a good client, someone who loves what you do. They come in for multiple treatments. They're happy to tell their friends about you. Now, if you've got that person in mind, 
Great. Okay, now I'm going to assume for this example that you run a salon business offering a number of different treatments. Now, after the example, I'll show you how to do this for any beauty business type. But for now, I'm going to go with this kind of typical beauty salon idea. Also, I've done all the calculations in British pounds as that's where I come from. Obviously, the logic still holds up in any currency. And the handy thing about the state of our economy right now is that the US dollar and the UK pound are practically worth the same. So if you are listening in America, then you won't need to do much of an adjustment at all. OK, let's get to it. So first of all, let's talk about body treatments. So massages, wraps, etc. On average, a client has four body treatments per year. And the average price of a body treatment following my analysis is around £42. So in a typical year, the average client has four body treatments at £42 each and therefore spends around £168 on body treatments. Next, facials. This time, the average client had just over five facials a year. But let's keep it simple and realistic and just go with five. Now, the average price of a facial treatment across all the businesses I looked at was £38. So the average client spends on average, five times £38 a year, which comes out at £190 per year on facial treatments. So next up, we've got maintenance treatments, waxing, etc., that kind of thing. This time, the average is eight treatments per year, an average treatment value of £22, therefore resulting in an annual spend on maintenance treatments of £176. Now, don't worry too much about the individual figures here. We're going to add them all up in a minute, but you should be getting the idea of what I'm doing. So to speed things up, next, we've got hand and nail treatments. This resulted in an average annual client spend of £216 per year, and tanning accounts for about £104 per average per client per year. Now, as I said, these are real life figures and I've kept things on the lower end wherever possible to make things as true to life or realistic or achievable as can be. None of these figures on their own are life changing. But if you add them all together, you get an average annual client spend of £854. Now then, if you factor in an average client spend on retail products at, yep, you guessed it, a researched average service to retail conversion of 14% per annum, then this figure becomes an annual potential average spend of £974 per client. If a lot of what I've just said there didn't make sense, don't worry about it. Again, you can go to the show notes page and see all in detail. But what I'm trying to say here is that the average client, based on all the analysis I've done, is worth approximately £974 to the average beauty salon in a year. Now, I can hear a lot of people going, yeah, but that includes the taxes. Fine, no problem. In the UK, our sales tax called VAT is currently charged at 20%. So let's take that off. That gives us a net client value per year of £811.67. Okay, now I don't know whether to you that sounds like a lot of money or not very much, but let's look at it in a different way. What was your revenue in your business last year or if you're newly in business, what's your projected revenue for this year? Now, let's just take a nice round number of £100,000. OK, I don't know whether that's uh, a lot to you, whether it's more than you normally take, whether it's less than you normally take. But I think we can all agree that this is a pretty significant amount of money. So let's go with this. OK, so to hit £100,000 in net revenue in your business, you'd only require a total of 123 good clients just 123 clients. That's it. That's all. Now, let's say if you wanted to hit a quarter of a million in annual net revenue, 
you'd need just 300 good clients to do this. Plus, as I mentioned, I kept all my figures as an average and rounded down wherever necessary. So if you were to get your clients to come in for just one additional treatment of each type in a year, your revenue would increase by around 22%. So that quarter of a million pounds with the 300 clients would become just over 300,000 pounds, or alternatively, you could hit the quarter of a million pound mark with just 250 clients. Now, if you're a hair and beauty salon, then your potential is much higher, but I don't want to get carried away here. Now, okay, this is all very theoretical because I've used a sort of fictional average salon and lots of average prices, but they're all very real. Your own figures may be higher, they may be a little lower. So I encourage you to do this for your business. Take each different treatment type that you offer in your business and work out the average number of times a client has one of these treatments in a year. Now, you can do this either by using data from your booking software, check with your supplier if you're not sure how to do this, or if you don't have booking software or it can't calculate it like this, then simply take the number of, for example, facial treatments that you performed over the last three months. Now divide that number by the number of clients who came to you for a facial in that same period. This is the average number of facial treatments per client for the last three months. All you need to do, multiply this number by four to give you an annual figure. Now to work out the average treatment type price, again, let's use facials as an example. You take the total amount of revenue you generated from facial treatments in the last three months and divide that by the total number of facial treatments you performed in that same period. Now this is your average facial treatment price. Now alternatively, and preferably to be honest, use your booking software reports to give you this information. Now in both cases, the longer the period you can look at, the more accurate a result you'll get. But I chose three months as an example because this is accessible to most businesses. It shouldn't be too big a job if you have to do this manually and it should give us decent enough figures to work with as an example. To so do this for all the different types of services or treatments that you offer and work out your annual client value in your business. Was it lower or was it higher than mine? Now, if you sell retail products in your business, again, if you have software that will tell you what your treatment to retail conversion rate is, then use this. If not, then you might need to check with your accountant. Now, ideally, this should be somewhere around about the 15% mark. Take this figure and multiply your annual client treatment value by, if it is 15%, use 1.15, and this will give you an overall annual client value to your business for both treatments and retail. Now, remember, if you want a net figure, you'll have to deduct any sales taxes from the result. So, what is your own revenue goal in your business? Okay. Based on your average client value, how many clients do you need to actually reach that goal? If you want to work this out, all you do is you take your goal, your big figure, the amount that you want to generate in your business and divide it by the number that we just worked out, the average annual value of a client. That will give you the number of clients, the number of good clients that you need in your business. Now, what difference would getting your clients to have just one extra treatment of each type a year make to your overall revenue. 
Now, there's so much you can do with this information. It's such a powerful exercise to go through. And it's designed, number one, to get you to understand the annual value of a client in your business. Number two, to realize how important it is to keep clients coming back rather than to lose them and having to constantly find new ones. And three, it's to understand that you don't need thousands of clients in your business. You just need the right clients and not really all that many of them to stop all your client getting issues forever. Now, like I said, this is just a sneak peek at one of very small aspects of a new challenge and course that I'm running, which goes into much more detail. It gives you all the tools and the calculators to work out not only this information, but then how to identify these good clients and even better ones too. how to attract them into your salon over any of your competition, how to get them back in again after their first visit and to keep them coming back again and again, plus to have them become your best source of any new clients that you do require when you want or when you need them. Now, if and only if you're serious about getting new clients or keeping clients and you'd like to know more, then I have something very, very special for you. Head over to the show notes page, which you can find at www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash episode 18. And well, you'll see what's there. That's it. There's no special worksheet this week. There's no freebie download. I'm not even going to remind you to leave a review on iTunes. The only thing I want you to do this week is to work out the annual client value in your own business. And if you'd like to know more, then head over to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash episode 18 or click on the link in the podcast episode description summary thingy that's on your phone or your tablet or wherever you're listening from. Okay, I hope to see you over on the show notes pages. I think you'll like what you find. But either way, I'll be back again next week and we're talking about the C word. That's right, it's not all that far away from Christmas, if you're listening as this podcast goes out anyway. And as I hope you know, Christmas is a huge time of year in the beauty business. In fact, I believe you can easily take one third of your annual takings in just the six-week run-up to Christmas. And in next week's episode, I'll give you some of my best tips to do exactly that. So grab yourself some eggnog and a mince pie and I'll speak to you again next week.